Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Puzzle Podcast. I am your host, Kurt Janter, along with my co-host, Brandon Evans. Say hello, Brandon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hope you're all enjoying this soon-to-be holiday weekend. We're just coming to you live again. Wanted to hit you with some previews for the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, we got three games on the slate moving ahead. Yes, we do. First one's turning at 11.30 and then pretty much broken up evenly throughout the rest of the day. Bright and early, football all day, football yeah. and food. What, food. Else, what else can you ask for? It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, should we just jump into uh, the old football three games and talk about it, yeah. break it down and see what our thoughts are? Yeah, we don't need to spend too much time. Kind of want to let people enjoy the weekend with their families and loved ones, but... Yeah, and we've kind of already described some stuff uh, in recent <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just kind of hit them with some some quick hitters and leave them thinking for the for the matchups going on tomorrow. Yep, I like it. Okay, so the first matchup is the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers at. Well, that well technically that's the second matchup of the day, but first one in this podcast. But yeah. Yep. yeah I get you. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> 3.30 p.m. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time or Central. Central. Central Standard Time. Central Standard Time. <laughs> That's Cowboys, Dallas. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's break this down. Seems like the Chargers have been kind of hot and the Cowboys have been kind of cold. They've been very, very, very cold. Uh, they've been struggling to, to get their offense going, and it's a big, a big thing is that they, if they can get back Tyrone Smith, they're they're starting left tackle, one of the best left tackles in the game. Um, then it really drastically changes their whole offense, and it really sounds like he's going to play. Think so? Is is that yep. the is that the word? That's the word. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be really that'd be really special and huge for the Dallas Cowboys coming home on Thanksgiving. Um, they it, it says the latest report is that he's practicing on Tuesday. Um, and if he's there, it'll just give Dak another reason to be successful. I know the Chargers took care of Nate Peterman last week, but they definitely don't have as many explosive weapons as the Cowboys do. Um, so I think that the Cowboys will make this game a tough one. I think it'll end up being a pretty good shoot- shootout in the long run. Yeah, I think Dak is, and the whole Cowboys team is due for a little uh... – Something on Thanksgiving, America's football yeah. team. I think they're due to to come up kind of big here. Um, they're 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 probably pretty pissed off at the last two performances. Yep. And I mean it's will, it's a it was a pretty poor performance. Yeah, their their defense is kind of in a tough spot though. They don't have Sean Lee. Um, he's going to be out again, and I'm pretty sure the the other starting linebacker for them is either questionable or he's downgraded to out or something like that. But he if he doesn't play, that's another reason to like Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon as well. Yeah, those playmakers. So those playmakers are going to have another big day. Um, but and it's again, versus it's, Cowboys playmakers. See if Dez and yeah, then Dez needs Alfred to, Morris. And, Dez, uh, got, Dez got to step it up this I'd week. I'd like to see Rod Smith. Like you were kind yeah. of talking about, maybe get him back there doing some scat back type stuff. Yeah, I think you just got to get in the hands of your playmakers, and I think that um, you always say this before: is that get them in, get your get the ball into the hands of the playmakers. But when they try and get behind the 
the running running the ball so much with Alfred Morris, and he he looked very good against Philadelphia, but uh, I think they just need to vary their offense a bit and not be so predictable. Yeah, they need to yep kickstart something, do something different, or just Dak needs to be Dak again, and then the Cowboys should be. They just need to get their confidence back up. Yeah, and I like them winning though this game. Yeah, I think they'll come back, and I I like them at home on Thanksgiving Day. It's kind of their it's kind of their tradition or one of the traditions of the NFL with having them play on Thanksgiving. So I think they'll come out with a big chip on their shoulder after the last couple weeks, and um, I like them coming out against the the Chargers defense and putting up a big number. I like it. What's the th- what's the numbers? Well, I think it's going to be a big day from Alfred Morris. Actually, I think he's gonna. Um, carry the load and he might even go for buck 50 buck 50 total buck 50 buck 50 and a touchdown i don't even think he's going to get very many receiving 21 fantasy points maybe like 26 ppr that'd be nuts yeah that would be pretty good um but i also i think it's going to be a shootout again i think there's going to be a lot of points scored with the injuries that the the cowboys have had on defense and their middle linebackers and their secondary is not all that great um i mean you saw how the the, the Eagles were able to rush against the Cowboys last week, and I don't think it's going to be any different with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Uh, so I think that... Yeah, we'll see how many touches Eckler uh, gets here. Yeah, it could be... Keep on rolling. Yeah, it could be it could be a high-scoring game, but you know I think that makes it more entertaining in the long run. Yeah, I think it's going to be high-scoring as well. Um, I think Rivers is really going to be... Have they been matched up before him and Dak? I'm not sure, um, but... I'm not, yeah, I think I'm not, Rivers I'm is going to want to show him something, and I think it's going to you're going to see it, see your typical emotional um, yelling and just <laughs> passionate Rivers out there. You know that you know he doesn't swear at all though. He'll always say like "Gosh darn it" and "Gee dang it" and or, he won't or he won't ever fudge. Drop, yeah, he won't ever do any cuss words. But it's that's just one of the things that makes him hilarious and great. But. He uh, he finds a way to motivate his team, and I think I think he and Keenan Allen will have a great connection this week. Also, I think Gates gets in the end zone. Think so? Yeah, probably just have maybe two catches for fourteen yards, <laughs> two <and> touchdowns. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'll I go with my prediction. Think... I guess with the numbers, and then we'll right. keep on going. So mine are, I want to say the Cowboys because it just seems like it's set up for them to win. Sure. Um, but I'm actually going to switch back to the Chargers uh, in a close one, 34 to 31. Wow. So the Cowboys go three but straight. But here's 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 my game. only scenario here with this game. If Dan Bailey plays, eh. I think that's going to be the difference maker. So then the Cowboys eh. are going to win on that game. Eh. Uh, you know, 37 to 34 then. <laughs> You think that makes that much of a difference? The two missed field goals. Yep. I don't know. All I right. mean, they don't they have Mike Nugent, the former Bengals kicker, who's proven that he can be a staple in the NFL. Yeah, a he's kicker. a former for a foreman reason. Well, what? Because he's older. No, just because yeah, some team I mean, dropped him. Maybe. But I mean, we're arguing Dan Bailey versus Mike. Dan Nugent Bailey is here, like so. one of the most. Accurate kickers of all time. I'm not going to argue that, but he, you know, it's hard to predict those field goals. <laughs> yeah, it's a total they, just they, crap they shoot could, there. They could be chip shots. You never know. Never know. Okay, uh, so that's that's the first game. 
So that brings us into the night game. We're going to talk about the Vikings uh, last. Which is the – so the night game is the Giants. Giants New York Giants traveling, at – Traveling to Washington. Traveling to Washington with the Redskins. Um, yeah, that's – do you like the Redskins? What do you think about um, – do you well, like that? I, keep going. What were you saying? And Kirk Cousins. What do, you, uh, what do you think about him overall? Oh, I think he's going to be a stud this week. Um, he's going to pick apart this Giants defense. I know last week you could say, oh, Alex Smith has been playing well all year and he should have done that to the Giants too, but that was a tough weather game. Alex Smith isn't normally known as a gunslinger. We've seen it before from Kirk Cousins, and especially at home, he's got Vernon Davis now. Well, he's had him all year, but Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is, is crazy. Especially with Jordan Reed out, there's no question that Vernon Davis is going to have a lot of opportunity. The Giants suck against tight ends. Um, yeah, the worst team. Yep. And then you also have Samaje Perrine, who's going to, I mean, he's going to fill into that every down role. So there's. It's there's a big game some, for his there's, career. There's, yeah, there's some question whether he's going to be involved in the passing game and whether he's going to have that kind of chemistry with Kirk Cousins the way that Chris Thompson did. Um, yeah. But he's got rising stars. He's a very special player. Exactly. He's But he's got rising stars in Josh Doxson. He's still got – well, he lost uh, Terrell Pryor, who hadn't done anything all year. Yeah, because um, he scoped. But he's, yeah, he's got Jamison Crowder. I mean, they got Crowder, offensive weapons. Fancy purposes. If he's available in your leagues, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, I would definitely start him this week. Um, he's he's due for a big game too. I think this is going to be a pretty overwhelmingly big victory from the Redskins. I agree. I, I definitely agree. It could be close to a shutout actually for the Redskins. I wouldn't go shutout just because they have a lot of injuries. Um, on the defense on, for the Redskins? I'm pretty positive, yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of offensive linemen and other injuries. But yeah, they're they an injury riddled team this some, year for they sure. They have some... They have some linebackers that are on the injury report with questionable tags. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's whether they're they're going to be able to pull that one out or if they're going to be able to play or not. Um, yeah, I mean that's besides, definitely a factor. I mean, my besides, guy to watch here. Okay, besides okay, go. what? Go for it. <laughs> go ahead. What? Oh. <laughs> I mean, my my thing or what I was going to say is Doxon. Josh Doxson, I think he is going to show number one wide receivers capabilities here and why he was drafted. So he's going to prove his draft spot basically this game. I think he's going to have a long touchdown, like a 76-yard touchdown. And I think he's also going to have like a 30-yard touchdown and have 160 – no, no, has too many yards. 160. <laughs> Hundred well, one hundred and twenty yards. You're already you're already at a hundred with those two touchdowns. That's that's true. I'm like, oh crap. Well, maybe one hundred sixty. It has to be, but uh, I think he's gonna be a good wide receiver in the NFL, and I think he's gonna another fantasy guy with lots of upside heading into the playoffs that you should take a look at. Um, I think he's gonna do something. The other side about the of Giants. That, the other side of that is whether Janoris Jenkins is locked on him. And because Janoris Jenkins has been pretty solid 
I mean, probably above average for his whole career. He's just coming back with, from with, something. With the Giants, at least. Was, it wasn't an injury, I think, was it? No, I think they a... did like some sus- team suspension or yeah, something. So I don't even know if he's um, going to play. But I don't know right, if he's well, going to. He's I, not going to lock he, on Doxon, no way. But maybe if he gets he going. Might. He He would always lock on Des, Des Bryant when they play the, the Cowboys. Yeah, um, but I don't know if Doxon is really. But he's, isn't Doxon more the outside receiver, whereas Crowder's the more slot guy? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, so, that's the case. So yeah, that, that I mean, could be that, uh, that could be the could case. Happen. They, but Doxon might be that good. Watch. But <laughs> I think that <laughs> it could. I mean, obviously, it, it's hard to predict a fluky seventy-five-yard touchdown. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, if I think if anyone to. has that game, it's going to be Vernon Davis because he's you've you've seen that. Curse they might try cousin. to just shut him down. Uh, but they can't I mean, because they, they just haven't can't. done that all year. They've played every team and they haven't been able to shut down a tight end. Maybe they're just going mean, to switch up their whole game there was plan. A, there was what it's the guys for the the Forty ers some like Garrett Selleck guy comes in and scores a touchdown against the Giants <laughs> as a tight end. I mean, this they can't stop anyone at the tight end position. Dude, Vernon Davis, oof, um, yeah, we, I think we, we did already mention him, but man, he could be a. He could I'm, be the, I'm just plugged them in. I'm starting them with confidence this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's in for a big game. I think the whole Redskins offense is in for a big game. As long as they don't uh, – or as long as their O-line is healthy and, you know, it's still intact, I think Cousins is a must-play. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially at, especially at home. Top five play. I'm not sure I'm not sure about the the weather or not or, or if that will affect him, but – Going forward, I think he's definitely a solid lock for your for your fantasy teams as well. Oh yep, I agree. There's a lot of weapons there. Chris Thompson's going to hurt a little bit, uh, honestly, with that to that whole offense. But if Perrine or Prine can actually really fill that role and be a bruiser and can handle 25 carries a game or 25 touches, that'll be yeah, that'll be that'll be big. Yeah, but and then for the Giants, it's kind of. Sterling Shepard's questionable yeah. with migraines. Traveled with team though. He, he might have. Yeah. He might even be out now. I think. I th- Officially I declared. He, I thought he was downgraded it's, to out. It sounded um, like um, he was pretty much going to be out, but I don't know. I didn't get an update. Yeah, he's got the Percy Harvin syndrome. He's got a lot of talent. He just can't stay on the field and away from those migraines. But yeah, yeah. it'll be the other guy for them is. I don't know who do you want. I mean, Evan Ingram should have some good targets. Um, yeah, he's he's got to be better than last week with one catch. Yards, yeah, you could you could probably expect a better game from him, or at least you'd obviously hope for one. Orleans Darqua, he's a guy to go look for. He's probably and, the best Giants fantasy player. Yeah. Yeah, he's been showing good production in the run game and even can catch a pass here or there. Get um, in the end zone, too. Yeah, somehow, I mean, even in garbage time, he could be pretty effective for PPR purposes and those dump-offs. But I am not. I don't like any of their wide receivers if Sterling Shepard is out. You don't like Traveris King? <laughs> I mean, someone's going to get matched up with Josh Norman. Yeah, so, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for the Giants overall. I think. Yeah, they need to tanker for Baker. If it, you can, can you start that chant or what? Uh, tanker for Baker. Nah, it didn't really work. I thought it was gonna flow better, but uh, 
Tanker for Baker. So yeah, like want, Baker I want to call him Banker, but it's just <laughs> Baker. Um, yeah, I thought that was going to work a little better, but it didn't. So something along those lines, they need a, they need a little spark. Yep. So uh, yeah. t- I, I just think it's going to be a tough game for the Giants. I agree. And I think we can just leave it there. Um, yep. Solid. So I guess we got to do some scores. I'll start. Scores. Okay, go. I'm going to say Redskins. 45, Giants, 13. Wow. So you think they uh, really, really blow them out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's like an obscure number. Maybe they'll get like a pick six in there or like a missed field goal or something. I'm going to go with like 39 to... 12 or something like that nice that's pretty uh pretty darn close to my prediction yeah. we're in the same <laughs> wavelengths here on this game just just blowouts for sure yeah okay well let's talk about the last game which is the first game <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> last but definitely first <laughs> definitely first 11 30 a.m central time bright and early bright and so early make sure, make sure you set your lineups get your stomach yeah. ready either night before oh yeah gotta don't drink open too much up. beer during the game so you can't eat all of all the family members yep. dishes that they just, brought just, just chow and sip chow and, chow sip. and sip no chow and chug no chow, chow and chug sip. chow and sip chow and sip there you go very Life good lesson. uh very good Okay, what, uh, well, about, about the Vikings uh, at Detroit. Let's go. I mean, little re- little rematch after Week Four. Yeah, that wasn't too the, good. The of Vikings a... lost fourteen seven. Yeah, um, it was kind of a that was a, that was a tough game. The, the Week Four one. That's the game we lost. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, we just didn't really get anything going. The Lions defense was pretty solid there, and now I think we're a completely different team. To be honest, I agree. Our whole team um, is different. We're, we're obviously on a roll, six in a row. Uh, the, I mean, anytime you you travel to a divisional opponent, it's going to be a, a tough matchup for sure. And the Lions are very very good at home. They're very good when they're down by a touchdown or two. They have a very good offense with explosive players and arguably. A top five quarterback in the league. Um, it's just whether or not I think our defense is. You've, we said it last week. They're playing about last week. They're playing lights out right now. They really um, are. And I, th- and I think that we are going to give the Lions some trouble. But we also saw that the Lions gave Case Keenum some trouble in Week Four. So I think was that pretty much be- his first? Oh wait, no, that was no. his. No, that was his like second, second game, third third start, I think it was, because Bradford played. No, that was that would be his second start. Yeah, Bradford played week one, tried to play week two, got hurt week two, right? Yeah, it's, and then Brad, and then he came in. Case is a different quarterback, I think, too, since when he yeah, and he I feel confidence. like I feel like in week four we were kind of just relying on. A spark from Diggs and our defense, whereas now it's coming from Case Keenum, it's coming from Adam Thielen, 
Especially, they're a unit now. They're, oh, yeah. They all feed they're, off each other, and they're all... They're getting production from really everyone good. instead of just Diggs or instead of just yep. Everson Griffin or something like that. And it's really taken a toll for the for the team camaraderie and how we, re, how we, we rebound um, when we are faced in a tough situation. And I think this is going to be a tough situation. It's a very hostile environment. It's a very, very um, big game. Thanksgiving. A, Lots of people oh, yeah. watching. Anytime you have 30 minutes earlier game. than normal. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're one and two in the division. It's going to be... It's going to be a very, huge very tough physical game, I think. Yeah. But guys, to watch, you said it. You've said it to me before. Uh, Golden Tate seems to always kill the Vikes. At least he did last year. Um, he's definitely the guy to watch. He's probably the go-to guy for Matt Stafford. Yep, I think he, he might be. Uh, although, although he didn't like do him. anything. He didn't really do anything week four. Yeah, the probably, guy. Well, it was yeah. The guy that 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 had the game was Abdullah against us. Stafford and Tate, nothing. So, it was oh yeah, I remember seeing him. It was Abdullah uh, running? Yeah, I think that was good. the best. That would might have been like the best performance against the Vikes for a running back this year. Yeah, it was him and someone else, Le'Veon Bell. I think were the top. Yeah, Le'Veon's two up there against yeah. us. There was some stat, and those were the but two I, running but, backs. But I think Le'Veon stat. needed like thirty some carries, but. And Abdullah had it in like twenty. So, do you think Stafford? Who do you think um, Stafford going to hook up to with touchdowns in this game? Um, I thought. Well, I thought last time they had it was only fourteen to seven, right? So yeah. Um, I mean, I want to say Golden Tate just because he's a hard guy to cover in this slot, uh, but. You know he's been he's been showing a lot more trust with the deep ball with uh, Marvin Jones. It in in that sense you could argue him, and you know they like to sling, sling the ball around. But how did they get fourteen points? I, I'm only seeing one rushing touchdown. Did they have a defensive touchdown too, or punt return or something? Oh, did answer that do something? Sack fall. Um, I'm trying to remember here. Let me see here quick. There's Oh, I think no, I think it was just a uh like two field goals and then like some Oh Prater action? Well, yeah, I think there was Prater and then it was just like a two point conversion or something like that. Yeah, it was uh there was a field goal and then we had the Dalvin Cook run and it was a field goal and then they had a rushing touchdown with a two point conversion. So Oh okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. It was a strange strange game, but so, uh, so who's going to catch those touchdowns know. from Stafford? <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that it's going to be Theo Riddick. Theo Riddick, and, and how uh, I hadn't mentioned him at all. Really, he's going to. I think it's a good call. He's very, very shifty. He's one of the best catching running backs in the league. Um, hard cover for Kendricks or Barr or Gideon, whoever's covering him. And I, I mean, I think he's in any matchup. When you get him on a linebacker, I think Stafford is going to look for that. Um, any any sort mismatch. of mismatch, yep, exactly. Um, so I think it'll be, I think he'll be the one to catch any touchdowns. But I think again, it might be a low scoring game. Yeah, very well, very well could be. Um, I'm torn on this game. I really don't know. It's it's just such a big game that I I just don't know what's yeah. going to happen. 
obviously I'm going to pick the Vikes to win it. <laughs> Do I think the Vikes are going to win it? I I don't have a strong feel. Like it's weird. I don't. I just don't know <laughs> on this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Vikes are going to win. Um, probably like twenty. Geez, that might be too much scoring. Fourteen so? seven last time. I'm just gonna go seventeen to at Stafford. Case is playing well. We got weapons. They got weapons. It might it might be pretty decent. Yeah, I'm gonna say twenty four to twenty. Twenty four. Vikes are gonna win. I and I. I'm also I don't know who's torn gonna score for the one. Vikes. I'm also torn on this one. I just. Obviously, my heart's with Minnesota, and I could. It's really hard to beat the Lions at home. They're very resilient, and they really um, play well when they're when they're behind. Um, man, I think that. Well, that was the game where we hadn't really. I think Latavius was our main carrier, and I think I just think we're such a different team now, and we're coming off the high of of beating the Rams, arguably the second or third or top team in the in the NFC or maybe even the f- top four for sure yeah definitely um, rolling and they're feeling real good but to me that might mean they're gonna come out light and they're gonna come out soft but they I mean they gotta get away from that just cause they know like oh we just beat the arguably the best team in the NFC you know this'll be a, this'll I think be a Zimmer has taught them could, to uh, or coached right, them to right, have the right Zimmer's, mentality here I think Zimmer has the right mentality, the way he coaches them, but I also think that, you know, I mean, it could come into a factor. It, it, it might be. So I still got to go with the Vikes on this one. I think we're just too too on a roll, too much on a roll right now. And the way we're playing with the connection that Thielen has with Case Keenum, but then if you, you know, focus more on Thielen, you got Diggs right behind him, and then Rudolph and McKinnon and, my guy Laquan Treadwell, uh, he yeah. Will you tell him to do something, dude? He is such a great blocking wide receiver. He's oh, might he's, be the he's on the field <laughs> and he's staying healthy and not having any off field issues. No, he, so that's that's I good enough for I me like, with the way Thielen and Diggs are playing. Yeah, exactly. I I only like Laquan because pretty much no one else does. But I also think he could be really good. He's made um, some nice side. He's mainly he, catches I've seen some like fifteen yard passes on the sidelines. Yeah, the problem I have it with that with his situation is that they always seem to give him the ball in like or at least give him an opportunity for the ball in the most unlikely scenarios. Where it was like last week, it was third and thirty-two, and he has the shallow cross at like the line of scrimmage, and there's like three linebackers on him, and they'll they'll just dump it off to him, expecting him to just weave his way through when he's not even like a speedster <laughs> or a shifty guy. They yeah, expect him to weave his way for through, failure. and he just sets up for like a one-yard gain, and then it makes him look pretty bad. <laughs> Another one is when they throw the deep ball to him, but. Apparently, Case Keenum doesn't know how to lead a deep ball receiver, so he kind of underthrows him, and he has to make some acrobatic catch. But then he tips the ball, and it gets intercepted. Intercepted, and then it makes you know Laquan look bad. Sure, yeah, catch, catch the ball. So bad, it's just like they, bad, they put him in weird uh, yep. situations. But he's he had a great block that was penalized for that cr- the crackback block. I think like a few weeks ago. 
Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure most of the time he's just the big physical blocking wide receiver, which is pretty funny. But yeah, you need those guys too. The he's like a he's the first round talent that's a blocking wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, but I, you never um, know. I mean, we might need him into the if, if any. I mean, obviously, <laughs> hope not. But injuries happen, and if he if we yeah, need him to step up, I hope he could take advantage of the opportunity and help us out. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I mean, I think he's the. He's definitely above Floyd and Jarius Wright, which is which is good to see, um, especially considering he didn't really play at all last year. Um, yeah, that's true. But like a Floyd had one know. catch that uh, it was actually a pretty good catch that he had for like eight yards or something like that. Yeah, I agree. You know, he he's probably just still learning the the offense and getting his feet wet and getting every every connection he has with Keenum and and Teddy back. So, um, but. I guess back to this game, it's. I really think that this could be a, um, a Kyle Rudolph game, or a, a Jarek McKinnon game. I'd like to see Rudolph more involved because he, well, you can tell he gets fired up when he catches the ball and he gets going. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got the the big mitts. He's got the big hands. And he's just he catches Hand it with your helper hands. hands. Like, oh yeah, exactly. Gloves. Especially wears those those white gloves. Yeah. Um, but I. Yeah, it'd be great to see him do well, but you know it's not December yet, so Rudolph can't lead the way. Um, <laughs> Come on now, watch out! It's not just not December, so once December rolls around, that's when Rudolph just really shines and leads us to the promised land. I bet he plays a lot of uh, football <laughs> games. Oh yeah, but no, I think the Vikes can pull this one out. I'm gonna go um, kind of a close game here, but I think it's gonna be like. It's gonna end up being like sixteen to, to like twelve or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so, something, something yeah, like gonna, that. We're gonna we're gonna get a touchdown, like a short touchdown from a running back, and then we're gonna get Kai Forbath to do some field goals. Nice. And they're not they're gonna get like a a touchdown with a mixed missed extra point and then two field goals. So I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Vikes pull it out in the end. Yeah. That's uh yeah I feel like I didn't really talk about the Lions too much, but yeah that's a good <laughs> I, little overview well, there. We're just all I over the place. The whole time, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that was 30 minutes on the dot for those three games, so a little 10 minute breakdown for each one. Okay, so the next, I hope that was helpful for everyone to. Yeah. Hope people listen to it before the games. Let us, let us know if you have any questions. That's yeah, sure. definitely hit us up on uh, Twitter, or. Yeah, Twitter is basically the best way. Um, you, got, you got a phone call there, bud? Uh, <laughs> so now uh, we're going to get into the Thanksgiving portion of the podcast. Uh, well, wait, this wasn't about Thanksgiving? Oh, wait, it was. Yes, it kind of was. Thanksgiving <laughs> is tomorrow. So I like Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving. So let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's All talk right, about let's some fun it. stuff. So I'm going to. I like fun. I have 120 questions for you. Don't tell me you're asking all of them. I'm going to ask... I don't have 120. I have 15. <laughs> all right. That's fair. That's fair. And then 10 more. Go on. All right. So, I, we're gonna, I'm we're i going to give them a little uh, multiple choice Thanksgiving question t- uh, test here. And we're you just going to see how he does. All right. Do so, it. the first question is... It's going to be multiple choice. Okay. Thanksgiving occurs on the 
fourth Thursday in November, third Thursday in November, or November 26th each year? Well, it's not November 26th each year. <laughs> okay, good job. Um, I'm going to go with the fourth Thursday. The fourth November. Thursday. Okay, I'm just going to circle them, and then we'll review at the end. Okay, okay. All right, number two. The first Thanksgiving lasted one days, two days, or three days. Wow. Uh, I want to just say everyone was just in a food coma for the first two days. <laughs> And then they kind of washed it all down with some alcoholic beverages for the third. So we're going to go with three days. Okay. Which of the following was not served at the Pilgrim's Thanksgiving meal? Cranberries? Oh, man, this might be hard to remember. (laughs) We're going to skip this one. Okay. I was going to guess cranberries. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll just go with it. Which of the following was not served? Cranberries, corn, and mashed potatoes, rabbit, chicken, wild turkey, and dried fruit. Venison, fish, goose. Oh, that I thought that was all one option. Um, exactly, it's tough to. Uh, we're gonna go with the. What was the second one? <laughs> Rabbit, chicken, wild turkey, and dried fruit. What was the first one? Cranberries, corn, mashed potatoes. That one. Okay. Which Indian tribe taught the pilgrims how to cultivate the land and were invited to the Thanksgiving meal? The Apache, Wampanoag, <laughs> the Apache Wampanoag, or the Cherokee, uh, Wampanoag. Okay. Approximately, how many turkeys are eaten each year on the on Thanksgiving in the United States? Hundred million, two hundred eighty million, or five hundred million? Uh, let's go two hundred eighty million. Okay. Number six, which southern state was the first to adopt Thanksgiving Day in 1855? South Carolina, Virginia, or Georgia? You know, I have no idea. South Carolina, Virginia, or Georgia, (laughs) first to adopt. We're going to just go with uh, Virginia. What is a snood? S-N-O-O-D. The loose skin under a male turkey's neck, a hat <laughs> worn by a pilgrim, or a hot cider drink served at Thanksgiving. The loose thing under a turkey's, like, in his throat or his neck. Whatever you said. Yep, uh, the loose skin under a male <laughs> turkey's neck, a hat yeah, worn yeah. by a pilgrim. Oh, you want yeah, that one? Tur- okay, number the one. The turkey one, yeah, yeah. What utensil is not used by the pilgrims to eat Thanksgiving dinner? A knife, fork, or spoon. Wow. Was not. Um, Faster. Was not? Uh, yeah, okay, we're going to go with a, uh, a, a, a fork. The best place to put the meat thermometer in the turkey is the breast, the middle of the back, or the thigh? The thigh? Ma- middle, middle of the back. Middle of the back. Number 10, which president is believed to be the first to pardon a turkey and start this annual tradition? Was it Lincoln in 1863, Roosevelt in 1939, or Truman in 1947? Uh, B. Roosevelt, 1939. (laughs) The pilgrims came to the New World seeking religious freedom and were also called... The Puritans, the Great Explorers, or the Wanderers? Puritans. 
number 12. Today, our Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of November because... So you oh, did get that one right. Away, but yes, it's huge. <laughs> okay, wait. wait. Um, oh, yeah, I gotta give you the answers. It is the date the Pilgrims landed in the New World. This was the date set by President Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1939 and approved by Congress. Or it was the date people voted to have it on. Uh, the Congress one. All right. What is a baby turkey called? A chick, a nestling, or a poult? Nestling. It has been estimated that how many Americans eat turkey at Thanksgiving? 88%, 50%, or 75%? 88%. A full-grown turkey has about how many feathers? A million, 3,500, or 350,000? 350,000. That it completes our assessment for the Thanksgiving I quiz. I, I think I knew one of those. Let's review. <laughs> Number hopefully, one, you got right. Hopefully you Thanks. all you listeners did better than me. <laughs> yes. And you can stop it now and wait. Yeah, I don't know. You can see how Kurt does right now. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Thanksgiving occurs on the fourth Thursday in November. Ding, ding, ding. That's a point. That's huge. Number two, the first Thanksgiving lasted three days. Oh, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Food coma. Food coma. Um, which of the following was not served on the Thanksgiving meal? Um, it was the cranberries, corn, and mashed potatoes. Wow. That is a ding, ding, ding. I'm on a roll. Which Indian tribe taught the pilgrims how to cultivate the land and were invited to the meal? Wampanoag. Let's go. Ding, ding, wow. ding, ding, ding. Four to roll? Yeah, bro. Let's Let's do it. Approximately how many turkeys are eaten each year? Um, I believe you said 280 million. Yeah. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Wow, let's go. Man. Okay. I should just just go buy some lottery tickets. Which southern state was the first to adopt Thanksgiving Day in 1855? Virginia. I like the guess because that was one of the first, Mm. you know, states. But. And it is too. Virginia. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. You are six for six right now there, Kurt. Six in a row. I feel like the Vikes right now. (laughs) Very nice. What is a snood? It is the loose skin under a male turkey's neck. What? Seven for seven? Are you seven for seven? (laughs) What utensil was not used? You said fork. The answer was fork. No way. (laughs) This is... This is crazy. This is this is absolutely amazing. The, Number nine, the uh, best place all, to put them. All the list, all the listers at home might think that this is rigged, but seriously, swear to God. Oh, they for sure are thinking that probably now. Absolutely. But why rigged. would we do that? That would be the lamest thing ever. Exactly. Hey, I'm gonna give you a quiz, and here's the answers, and get them all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Keep so Number nine, the best place to put the meat thermometer in the turkey is. Uh oh. You said the middle of the back? I said whatever answer is correct. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is actually the thigh. Uh, rough. I know I was not confident. Eight out of nine. Answer. Number ten. Which president Grant, believe Granted, I haven't been confident with any of these. <laughs> You're doing swell. Which president parted in a turkey and started a tradition? You said B. <laughs> 
Roosevelt in 1939? Um, and the answer is Truman. Ah, 1947. See, this is where I I drop off the table. Oh, 8 out of 10. We've got 5 left. 11. Number 1. Oops, that's the answer. Number 1. It was the Puritans. The pilgrims came to the New World seeking religious freedom. That's the the only one I knew. That's the only one I knew. Because they wanted to purify the teachings and ceremonies of the Church of England. Okay, so you're uh, 9 for 11. 9 for 11. I'll take 12. Today, our Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday because you were correct. This was the date that the Congress won. <laughs> wow. And they were approved by Congress, so that was the date. 10 out of 12. Right. 13. Okay. Okay. It was the... Wait, what is the baby turkey called? You said a nestling. It is a polt. And it must be why poultry? It's like the P-O-U-L-T. That could be. That so, could I don't be. know. It's something to do with that. It's got to. So you got that wrong. So we're at what? 10 out of 13? Not, uh, yeah. It has been estimated that how many Americans eat turkey? You said 88%. It is actually 88%. 11 out of 14. 15. A full-grown turkey has about how many feathers? You said three. 350,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... No, I said... What it was... I said three, or whatever the... What were the options again? A million... 3500 or 350000 Yeah, I said the third one. Yes. And it is 3500 Wow. I thought it'd be a lot more. Yep. I guess they're probably pretty big feathers, huh? Pretty big. They're pretty bar- darn big. Uh, I shot it but at a so turkey is, this so spring is, and I missed. And so is the animal. I, so is the animal. So you'd think that all those feathers have to cover that huge ass body yeah the big so, feathers are at the tail like where it um right you know i i hear you I struts hear around and then the chicken. back feathers come up but yeah 3500 seems a little low but that's yeah i hear you i hear you clucking big chicken <laughs> you clucking big turkey 12 out of 15 wait no 11 out of 15 no, 11 out of 15. that's actually I'll pretty darn 15. good you passed bro i'll take that any day all right so we're sitting at 42 minutes should we just call that good yeah. I think, I think we're good here. We covered all we needed to cover. Had some little fun with a uh, little Turkey Day trivia. Yep. I think it's good. All right. I think it's good as well. So we could just sign off. And again, um, Twitter, at Sports Puzzle. Follow, follow us. Follow um, us, please. Kurt, I don't think we – have we even said what your handle is on? Oh, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Just follow us it doesn't on, matter. on Sports Puzzle. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a secret. Yeah. Um, if I like you, sports you can find me. <laughs> Um, yeah, hit us up with anything. Like our stuff, retweet it. That'd be awesome. Start talking to other people about the podcast. Word of mouth, spread it around. Spread, spread the word, baby. Spread the spread word. Spread it. We're already up to 10 episodes in the first month. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate you all. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Yep. Happy Safe travels to everyone. Peace out, sports homies. See ya.